Good afternoon and welcome to my podcast, my new podcast called Tree of Life with yours truly, Catherine Levy. So this is the first episode and I felt that it would be best in this episode to really introduce myself and give you a bit of background about my journey and particularly uh, discuss the mystical experiences that were really behind the creation and the beginning of this podcast. And also to give you a bit of uh, insight into the authority uh, under which I speak about the things that I'm going to be speaking about in this podcast journey, Tree of Life. So let's just start, I guess, at the beginning. So when I was 19 years old, I left Australia and I moved to Dubai. That single-handedly was the best decision I ever made in my life because over there I found myself and I found God. There in Dubai was where I first conceived my dream, my vision, and that was to bring peace to the Middle East. I was obsessed. I became a journalist and I started intensely researching the region and trying to understand primarily two questions. Why is there so much war and what can I do to stop it? After years of research and travel, searching and working, my journey started to take a very distinctly mystical direction. One that was around prophecies and secrets and mysticism and scrolls. And it really all came to a head in Israel, in Sfat, which is known as the second holiest city in Israel, besides Jerusalem. I would argue it's the first. And is the home to Kabbalah, the mystical tradition of Judaism, uh, of which... Famously, Madonna is connected. But it all really came to a head and a beginning when I met my rabbi over there, uh, who is a master of Kabbalah. So I'll tell you the story about how that happened, because it's very interesting and a very good point at which to start this journey. So I was in the Holy Land traveling with two soul sisters. We had rented an RV. And we were heading on a journey around the country, a mission. And we were in the north of Israel, in Galilee, when one of my friends said to me, shall we go and visit my father-in-law for Shabbat, who happens to be a rabbi in Tzfat. And so we drove our truck over there and we went there. Uh, We had dinner, some wine. And after dinner is when things started to get really interesting where I experienced something that defies reality physical reality as we know it and is to this day the greatest miracle that I have the pleasure and honor of engaging with on a regular basis and that miracle took the form of a book 
So he opened up the book called Tikone Hazor, which is one of the Kabbalistic texts connected with a series of texts um, called the Zohar. Zohar means uh, illumination or splendor, and is referring to a series of texts that are based on the teachings of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, a great Kabbalistic Jewish sage and saint that lived 2,000 years ago in a cave in the north of Israel. And his teachings were later compiled in the 13th century into a series of books. And these texts are the basis, form the basis of the Kabbalah system. So my rabbi opened up one of these books, which is written in Aramaic, and began to read from the book, translating to English, um, something that blew our minds. The book was talking to us directly. Rabbi Shimon Bayochai, the saint who had written that book, was speaking to us through the book. And I'm not talking in an interpreta interpretation or, you know, when you read something and it resonates. No, no, no. It was using names. It was talking specifically about our journey. It was talking about the three of us traveling together. It was about us. The book had defied reality. And you can see the words written there on the page. The book, or the sage, through the book, went to tell us many things. Now, I've since read from this book probably over a thousand times. Uh, this was probably about five or six years ago. And this was the only time that the messages that came out of that book were um, uh, scary, really, um, and quite grave. So, and I'll, I'll get into the story of what, what was said in that first reading. Uh, one of the first things the book said to me was that I was a high priestess. Um, in subsequent readings, the book later on, or the sage later on through the book revealed to me that I was also a prophetess. And I think it's important to let you guys know that because that is the authority under which I speak about the things that I do uh, in this program um, that you will hopefully be tuning into. The book went on to say that if I hadn't have made hadn't had made it to the rabbi that day I would have been killed and my mission would have been given to someone else it went on to describe um, a mission that the three of us were to embark on it sent us to Jerusalem we were actually planning to go to the Dead Sea to which it told us that if we had gone there a freak storm would have come and a landslide would have caused our uh, RV to roll and we all would have been killed. So we, needless to say, we didn't go on that journey. It also spoke a lot about in that moment, in that weekend, all it's as if all of the demons uh, of the devil were being released from underground. And so it was like really heavy energy because it was very important that I'd made it to that home on that day 
And it felt like, and what was revealed in the book was that, you know, Satan was doing everything in his power to stop what had just happened. Uh, I remember we ended up spending the weekend there. And um, I remember I walked out of the room and the rabbi was sitting there and he said, come, come, sit down, let's have a read. No one else was around. And so we opened up the book and I decided to ask a question. And I said, what is my purpose? He opens up the book. And again, this is something that never happened since then. It just happened on this first time. He opened the book, he started reading, and then he smashed the book shut. And he looked at me and he said, I can't tell you. It's too much responsibility. Of course, I was pretty pissed off. I was like, come on, tell me. He didn't tell me. Anyway, um, the time had come for us to leave the 10th dimension of this uh, weekend of which we were immersed in. Uh, It was mind-bending weekend as you can imagine constantly reading from this book and revealing things it was we were like in another world so the time had come for us to leave and it was the last night we were there and I woke up about four or five in the morning very distressed I had an experience one that I was familiar with it's one that I'd, I'd been having for several years before that uh, one I didn't really understand um, I had sought advice from different people but basically experience was this I would it would be more real than this world um, so that's why I say it's not a dream it was an experience I, I would expand to an infinite level of consciousness into the void and in this void and realm of nothingness it felt as if I had done something wrong And as a result of this error, all was lost. And usually what would happen is I would wake up out of this experience into this world and I would be very confused because this world didn't feel real. Uh, And this went on. This happened quite a few times over the last few years. Very very alarming and quite, quite scary. And I started to understand it. So it happened again. Only this time I was woken up with a warning from God telling me two things the first thing I couldn't remember what it was I just knew I had to do something and and the second thing was I needed some kind of mantra or chant and I woke up and I spoke to my friend my soul sister and I started panicking I said there's something I have to do I, I need a mantra just going crazy because what it felt like was that Everything was at stake if I didn't work out what it was I needed to do. So it's almost like it was no longer an experience outside of the waking world. This experience, this warning, this responsibility, this call to action, whatever it was, was now being carried over into this world. And I had to do something, otherwise all would be lost in this world. So I couldn't wake up out of it. She said to me, go to the balcony, go and meditate, go and pray. So I go out to the balcony and I start praying praying, 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 calming myself down. And then I hear these words from God. Do you accept your mission? To which I said, (laughs) of course I do. Yes, yes, yes. I was built for this. Uh, 
you know, I was created for this. I want this. Went back inside. The rabbi was awake really early in the morning. It was still dark out. Lo and behold, he gives me a mantra, a biblical passage for my journey. I hadn't even told him I needed it. He gave it to me. It was this. Ki malachav yetzavelach lesmacha bekol derecha. Ki malachav yetzavelach lesmacha bekol derecha. Ki malachav yetzavelach lesmacha bekol derecha. Which basically means, may the angels protect you on your way. And so we jumped in the truck. I was the designated driver. And we start to descend the mountain of Sfat through Galilee. And it literally looked like Armageddon out there. And you can imagine how on edge we are. We've just heard of the potential dangers that abound around us. We've gotten all these warnings and death is, you know, on every potential corner. You know, so long as we follow the guidance, we'll be all right. But so we've left this mountain where totally, minds are totally blown. And there was a freak storm. And it looked like Armageddon. There were trees everywhere, traffic lined up back to back along this road out in Galilee. And I am just sitting there chanting the whole way. Because I knew that Satan was doing whatever he could to get to me. Or to us, or to the mission. Anyway, we survived. We made it. We made our uh, way um, to Jerusalem. We had incredibly profound uh, experiences over there. In, in fact, one of the missions that we were sent on from the book was to go to Jerusalem and to open up the gates of the Shekhinah. And the Shekhinah is uh, the divine feminine presence. It's basically the goddess, the yeah, the Shekhinah. And so we went there and we did that. And uh, all in all, it was an absolutely wonderful, incredible journey. And since that day, uh, I kept in contact with the rabbi. Uh, one day, I remember when he said to me, he said, well, no one else took the job, so I'm your rabbi. And over years, we became very close. When I would visit the Holy Land, I would stay with him and his family. He basically adopted me. The book even confirmed it. He's my father. He's my Abba. So his children became my brothers and sisters. I lived with him in his home with his wife. I did Shabbos with them. I did holidays with them. And yeah, they became my, uh, my, my Jewish-Israeli family. And... We kept studying together. We kept, uh, you know, I kept learning with him over the years and kept opening the book. And, uh, and it's, this is, this is, it's from this very book that I've been told to do this broadcast. It calls it a broadcast. Um, and I've been told to do that from the book for a couple of years now. Now it's time. So it's finally here. But mostly... Uh, the book talks about things like the redemption of the world, the Messiah, God, Bede Mekdash Shalosh, which is the third temple. Um, just really biblical things. It clearly states, and it's very obvious to me, that we are in the redemption. We are in the, the Geula, redemption. And it guides me on that journey. Um... Recently, uh, we had a call. Uh, I was about to start the podcast, and I didn't know what to call it. 
and we had a reading and it spoke about uh, the tree of life, that I'm like the tree of life. And it said that, you know, whoever eats the fruits that I offer will attain eternal life. And so that's what all this is about. This is what it's always been about. The restoration of heaven on earth, the salvation of every soul, and for peace to reign on this earth once again. So thank you for listening. Blessings and love and peace to you all. Please subscribe. Please follow me on this journey. It's sure to get very interesting. So much love to you all and God bless you all.